Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Welcome back to The Dwell Podcast, everybody. It's your host, Natalie Abbott. And today we are talking with Crystal Payne. This is our last time with her. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, you can go ahead and listen to this one, but you should go back and hear what she has to say about renewing our minds and what does that look like and just her own story of how God has worked in her life. It's just really beautiful. Um, For those of you who are memorizing along with us, the verse that we've been discussing all month is Romans 12 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So for those of you who listened um, to our last episode with Crystal, you know that this episode, we're going to dive a little deeper into what does it look like to renew our minds. So um, Crystal, welcome back. I'm so happy to be back. Yeah. And I'm excited to hear a little bit more. She recently wrote a book called Love Centered Parenting. And in that book, she gives us a list of ways that we can very practically be renewing our minds. And just we already talked about the significance of that, the importance of that in our lives. But like, how do we do that? I feel like there are so many people who feel like I want to, you know, spend time in God's word. I want to have a relationship with the Lord, but how do I practically actually make that happen? And Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage people, you know, it starts with the want to, because Mm -hmm. you've got to have the want to, if you're going to follow through with something. And so that's beautiful that you have the want to, but then also to remind yourself that if it's important to you, you're going to make it happen. If it's not, you're probably going to find an excuse. And so really challenging yourself, you know, if you want to be in relationship with someone, if you want to deepen your relationship, and I feel like with this verse, it's, you know, all about when knowing God, when we are deepening our relationship with him, then we're going to live out of that understanding of him. And Mm. through his word is one great way to be able to deepen our relationship with him. And so making time to do that, what does that look like? Well, in Love Center Parenting, I give some different examples. And obviously what works for one person is not going to work for another person, but I just want to give these as kind of a starting point. And so one resource that I love is The Daily Light by Samuel Bagster. It is just a morning and evening reading of God's word on a specific topic. And I love this, especially when I had um, just little kids and it feels like when your feet hit the floor in the morning, people need (laughs) you and you don't have a lot of time Uh, to spend in God's word. I could pick this up literally when I was in the bathroom, you know, I could like mm. just open it up and read this. And so that I was immersing myself in God's word in just a few minutes of time that I had to give to that and then hanging scripture around your house. I talked about in an earlier episode about just putting God's word and reminders of truth around things like putting it on your bathroom mirror. You can even write it out with a, you know, just a dry erase marker, or you can print it out on a card, or if you are really artistic, you know, making some beautiful <laughs> photo, putting yeah. it on your fridge. And so just reminding yourself of God's word and God's truth. Mm-hmm. You know, just with these, the scripture memory verses, I, I'm sure you probably encourage people, you know, to have it written out when you write it out there's something that physically happens that you have this connection with it and it helps it just kind of sink in deeper and so having truth 
around your house so that you're seeing it all throughout the day. And I find that, you know, especially like from parenting or in your marriage or in other relationships, you know, if you're struggling with feeling irritated or you're struggling with feeling angry or frustrated, if you have God's truth, that is a reminder to you, like a soft answer Mm. turns away wrath. And (laughs) you see that when you're someplace that you typically maybe are feeling frustrated with your kids. I mean, you know, put it somewhere Mm. so that you're reminding yourself of that because then it's really hard to (laughs) respond out of anger when you have that truth right there. Um, I also love Bible reading plans. I find that it's helpful if someone has created a plan for me, it's easier for me to follow than just kind of being like, well, what am I going to read today? And so Mm. um, I love the She Reads Truth and He Reads Truth plans. And um, my husband and I are actually doing that this year. We've done that um, over the course of the last five years. We've done it a few of the years. But um, I love that you can um, read it along with someone else. They also have devotionals for that. Um, And then there are also great plans um, on the version app or Mm BibleGateway.com. And, you know, it could just be simple reading aloud if you have kids, reading to your kids at a mealtime. Um, kids are a lot more apt to be quiet if they have food in their mouth and food on a plate. And so reading <laughs> yes. aloud when they are eating, so then they're getting it in, but then also you're getting it in. And mm. I think so often we can, as um, moms, we can feel like our kids are an interruption. You're like, I was going to have this great Bible time this morning. And then you woke up, and, <laughs> you know, instead of showing Jesus, uh, it's kind of like, you want to just, you know, what kind of example of Jesus are we sharing to our kids when we're saying like, I'm spending time with Jesus. So get out of my way, you know, um, right. but to invite them to come uh, and sit next to some of the most beautiful times that I've had in God's word is just when I've invited a child who woke up early, who was quote, interrupting my time to come mm. and sit next to me and just be in God's word together and just read to them. Um, asking a friend to keep you accountable can be really great because not only are you checking in with one another and probably going to be apt to share God's word, you know, while you're checking in, but then it's also that accountability. Sometimes we need that and that helps us. And, um, you know, I was thinking even just finding a friend to be accountable to memorize the verses that you are encouraging um, people to memorize every month can be great. Another app, if you're an app person, I love the first five app. Um, they encourage you to, um, spend the first five minutes reading the Bible on your phone every day. And so it's set up so that it literally, like it won't let you, you can set it up so it won't let you check anything else until no. you've read God's word. And so I think that that's that really great. That is amazing. We can kind of, I know I'm like this, pull our phone. You know, it's the first thing we do. Like our alarm goes off on our phone and we go to shut it off and turn on our phone. And so having that, that it's just kind of this built in reminder of spending time in God's word. And I'm loving that. That know, is so brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> even it's just having worship music and mm-hmm. God's word playing in the background. So if you drive a lot or you're just around your house and having that just in the background, I find that worship music for me, I might not even be realizing that I'm listening to it, but then the next day I'll have this, like I'll have this song and the words of the song going over and over in my head. And so just, Mm -hmm. it's like that cramming so much truth into our lives and into our brain and just into our souls that we're just constantly then being reminded of God and of his truth. And I think that that is where it's going to allow us to then it's much more easy to live out of truth and live in relationship with the Lord and know his will when we're spending time immersing ourselves in his truth. That is like a whole giant pool of immersion right there. That is amazing. I love it. A lot of those I had not heard of. What was the app that you said? 
It's the first five app. It's by Proverbs 31. And yes, I think it's brilliant for this day and age. I need that. I need that in my life. I'm so glad you told me. (laughs) So for our listeners, we're going to have that all of the whole list um, written out in the description of this podcast. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't get that all written down or say it again, um, you can go back and see all of those. Thank you so much, Crystal. I just, I love that. I love the idea of just cramming it all in. Like you've said that a couple different times and I'm like, I've never really thought about God's word like I just am going to just keep on cramming wherever I have an extra space I'm gonna cram it in (laughs) so I love it I love that idea and I just want to ask you because one of the things that our verse talks about um, and we touched on it just briefly at the very beginning of the first episode it talks about how we can know God's will so here we are talking about all these things that we can practically do to be renewing our minds and renewing our spirits and knowing the Lord um So then what? Like practically, how do we live that out? How do we approve what God's will is for us? How do we walk in his, as our verse says, good, pleasing, and perfect will? So you got any tips for us? One thing for me is reminding myself that I have his spirit in me. And Mm. this has been just really profound for me in the last few years. I feel like for the longest time in my life, I tried to kind of like, I didn't, feel the need for the Holy Spirit because I'd set up all these rules for myself. And it was kind of like, instead of relying upon the Holy Spirit, I was relying upon my rules, but recognizing that his spirit is in us. And so how often are we actually crying out to him? Are we actually asking it in my book? I talk about flare prayers, about just shooting up a flare prayer when we don't have 30 minutes to get on our knees and ask, you know, the Lord for wisdom in a situation. And so, you know, crying out to him before, just like before I got on this interview, just like saying, God, please give me wisdom. Please speak through me. And just in little ways throughout our daily life, asking him for wisdom, asking him to reveal himself to us and give us that wisdom. And so I feel like starting out with just reminding ourselves of his spirit in us and relying Mm. upon that. Another thing, you know, I talked about praying and starting my day with having quiet, but one of the things that I do is also, um, praying over my day. So literally praying through my day when I'm on the treadmill, I just think about what do I know is planned for this day? And I Mm. literally pray through the details of the day. And it's just kind of me releasing the day over to the Lord and saying, God, I need you. I can't do this in my own strength. And so will you help me? Will you walk with me? And I found that when I'm living from that space of having my hands open, then I'm open to that, his still small voice of, you know, go talk to that person or Mm. go send that text or, or here's, here's a, some clarity for you that you didn't have clarity in and how he uses these little things. And usually it's that prompting in your heart Mm -hmm. or someone else saying something to you that just prompts something for you or his word in a way that it comes alive that you hadn't seen before that just gives you that light for that next step. And I love the verse that talks about God's word being a lamp to our feet because Um, in the Bible times where they would have these, you know, where they'd be holding that lantern and they literally couldn't see, you know, 50 feet away. They're just seeing the next little thing. And so often we want God to reveal his will to us in like big chunks. Like Mm -hmm. I want to see the whole thing. And if I can't see the whole thing, (laughs) then I'm not going to take the next step. But how Mm -hmm. in the children of Israel, you know, they had to go put their feet in the water before the Jordan 
river was actually parted and how we have to have faith to actually sometimes it's stepping out. We, we feel like, you know, we've sought the Lord, we've prayed, we've asked him, we've talked to other people and it feels like he's saying, yes, you know, here's the next step. And we can't see 10 years down the road, 10 days down the road, but we're like, mm. okay, I'm going to trust you for this next step. And God, please continue to give me wisdom. So I think it's that constant crying out to him for wisdom in our just everydayness of life and not just waiting until something's really big or overwhelming, but it's, you know, every step of the way asking for his direction. And he's just so faithful. Hmm. That is such good stuff. I know for me right now, um, there are some, some things that I'm like, okay, God, what are you asking me to do? I feel like there are these two things and which is the one? Even just thinking about what you're talking about on your treadmill, like that is a holy place, your treadmill. <laughs> yes, the it second is. second time that you talked about your treadmill. I'm like, man, that is where that woman goes to walk with the Lord and listen to him. I feel like any day that I don't have time on the treadmill because maybe I have to get out the door really early, it just doesn't feel like I've started my day with good foundation. And I think it's that thing of like for me, moving my body while at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like I feel like my brain can just kind of calm down more, whether it if I was just sitting in a chair trying to cry out to the Lord or listen, I wouldn't be as apt to hear. And Mm. um, when, you know, sometimes it's also, I'll take the, uh, when we had the two newborns that I talked about earlier, you know, taking them both out on a walk and that's when I would pray. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, sometimes you have to, it's not necessarily just on the treadmill or so, you know, but making, (laughs) making that space and that time for, for that. It's just, I feel like he is wanting to speak with us. He wants Mm -hmm. to have a relationship with us. He wants to reveal himself to us Mm -hmm. and we need to step into that space and give him that space to be able to, you know, connect. If we're just so busy, if we cram our life with stuff so that we don't have space to hear, then we're probably going to be missing a lot of what he wants to say to us. Mm. Yeah, I think I think we are um, inherently as people crammers. Like we want to cram in all the things, and I love that, I love that you just keep encouraging us to cram the right kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, that we should be cramming in more time with the Lord, more finding those spaces where we can be listening, finding that that time when we can be um, putting those things into our minds and giving us. I love all the resources that you've given us just to to mill over and to um, reading plans and accountability. And I mean, just, you got all the things there. I love it, Crystal. So good. I I feel like some of those things are going to really resonate with our people. And I'm excited Mm. to hear, um, or maybe not hear, at least in this side of heaven, what God does through this. But I'm excited to know that God will use even some little things that you've said today to bring somebody just a step closer, you know, to a mm-hmm. place where they're like, oh, I could do that. Well, that's not that hard. I could do that, you know, um, and to bring us to this place where we're able to um, to look at God's will and be like, I, I actually I actually know. I know what he wants mm-hmm. me to do. And that's what I'm going to do. So um, just such good things. I have one other question for you before we go, because we got to wrap it up pretty quick. Um, what is one thing that you feel like God is calling you to right now? Or is there something that you're wondering about that you're like, okay, God, is this the thing um, that we could, we could even be praying with you for in your life? 
Yes, that's a great question because there's been a lot of wrestling in my soul the last four weeks especially. Um, we I talked about in my first episode how we had um, fostered for eight months and then um, our sweet little boy reunified with his mom, which was a beautiful thing and also heart-rending mm. because mm-hmm. it, he was my son. And yeah. to, you know, just that letting go of I, I can't control anything. You know, mm-hmm. and she has expressed want, wanting to continue a relationship, but we don't know what that looks like long term. And so there's been a lot where I've just, especially the last few weeks, because of some things that have happened, just really having to give it back to God and just be like, okay, God, like I have to trust you. I cannot do anything about this. And I just am trusting you for that. And then also we, our home is open again. And so trusting God's timing for when that phone call comes, it's just Mm. like living in this space of constantly having your hands open because you just don't know. It could be today. It could be two weeks from now. It could be two months from now. Like, I don't know. And so we don't know what's going to happen with our sweet little boy that's back with his mama. And, you know, we'd love to be in his life long-term, but we don't know. And so just having to trust God with that, but then also trusting God with, you know, who is he going to bring into our home next? And what does that look like? And I am a planner. And so for me (laughs) to let go and just Mm. live and live in this trust space, um, it's been really, really good. And for me to get to see God, you know, like we've just, everything that we've been talking about, he's taught me this so much of just like, I can trust you. You're going to give me just light for the next step, just for today. And I'm going to trust you for that. And I'm going to trust you for the future. And if I could see, if I could have seen the last year, you know, ahead of time, I would have been like, there's no way I can do that. That's too much. (laughs) Yeah. But he was so faithful. Mm. And so I can trust him to be faithful for the future as well. I love that story. Well, let me just pray for you real quick, Crystal. Mm -hmm. And just, um, I'm so appreciative of what what you've spoken into our lives. And um, I love that you've just opened yourself up to teach us about what God is doing in your life. Um, So let me just pray real quick and then we'll wrap it up. Um, Father God, I just thank you for Crystal. I thank you for um, her willingness to have open hands with you, Lord. And I thank you that you are a God who is trustworthy and good and kind and that you show yourself to be these things again and again every day. Uh, I thank you for her example of an everyday willingness to renew her mind and to walk in your ways. And so uh, I just pray that you would bless her in her decision making um, as they continue to have open hands. God, would you make um, the next step just very evident to them as a family? Um, We just ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, thank you, Crystal. I just have loved getting to chat with you. Thanks for joining us. And and again, we just really appreciate you sharing your wisdom and um, just the spirit of God in you with us. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.